Hey everyone, just a heads up, uh, the show we're talking about today, uh, we will be spoiling it super hard, so if you haven't seen the show, go watch it. But also just a disclaimer warning, uh, we are talking about a show that has a lot of graphic elements such as nudity and gore, and also some like heavier elements, uh, just like narratively. So if you're down for that, stay tuned in, but if not, you might want to sit this one out. Uh, enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Anime On Air, your favorite podcast and all things anime. Join us as we discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite shows, as well as whatever little bits of fun we have in store, starting right now. What is up, everybody? You're listening to Anime On Air, you know, the one, the only anime podcast out there. And if there are more, it's the only one you're ever going to need. I am here with our beloved host. You already know, it's Hannah. What's up, guys? And then we have our guest who we've honestly been trying to get on this one as much as we were on the shut-ins pod. Say hi, Gina. Say hi. Hello, everybody. Yay, Gina! Gina! <gasps> 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 Can no. I leave now? No. No, You're no you can't. you stuck with us for an hour. Um, so this episode topic actually wasn't mine. It was Hannah's. Yes. So thank yes. you, Hannah, for getting me to watch the show I've been planning to watch. So, Hannah, you go ahead and introduce the topic. Okay. So if you guys look at our website you will probably see that i actually for one time in my life wrote a review about a show and it's blue eye samurai it's on netflix it came out november 3rd of 23 um so it's still relatively fresh and i'm absolutely obsessed with it like it does not i don't get obsessed with shows like this and i loved it so it's blue eye samurai it's basically about a samurai who is half Japanese, half white, and they are trying to um, find out who their father is and basically murk them, as one does, you know. Yeah, and so it's the adventure of uh, Mizu, the main character, trying to find out who that is and go along life. And of course, as always, there's unlikely friends and tons of adventure. That's a pretty good explanation, Hannah. Better than I would have done it. Uh, how many times have you watched the show? How many times have you seen it? Um, I had watched it twice, probably before the middle of December. So Dang. I, okay. I watched it back to okay. back. I was obsessed with it. Okay. Well, uh, listeners, I do want to clarify. Uh, Hannah is the only one with that much experience in this show. <laughs> I finished the show. It's about 5.44 now. Well, maybe about 5.23. I finished the I, whole show. I watched it all today. I finished it like 15 minutes ago. So Hannah's going to be kind of leading us. But I'm we carrying are like, for horse. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That's kind of just how it's going to go. But, all right, you guys heard the disclaimer. I put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. We're talking to mad spoilers. We're spoiling everything. So if you somehow skipped that part and made it to the second disclaimer that I'm putting here in case, just to be double-double sure that you back out, back out now, watch the show, then come back. And also, just a big heads up, um, there is a lot of nudity and violence oh, they, and they, a ton they heard of that, crude humor. They heard the disclaimer so I put at the beginning. do not watch it, especially. Especially in front of your parents. Don't watch it in class. Yeah, don't. Do don't that. watch it in the workplace. <laughs> Gina. This is a. This I is a in your class. room show. This is a. I was I'm in hang the back out. of class, and the only guy next to me had finished it yesterday night. So no way. He was like, "Oh, you're watching that? It's really good." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm finishing it," and I watched it in my science class. I uh, I was watching it in my living room, just like like legit like when I was yeah. like finishing it up, and my roommate Chris comes out, and it's like one of the brothel scenes. Like, everybody's oh, yeah. naked. He was like. Are you Wait. watching porn? It's <laughs> like, what are you? He's like, what are you doing in here? On the big screen, because you know sometimes you just got to do that. Like, he was so genuinely like 
Is this porn? Shout out to Chris. I love Chris. He's a he's a Dude, silly I love Chris when I go over there. Hannah, where do you want to start off this conversation about the actual show? Um, I kind of just want to get you guys' thoughts because obviously I have a ton of thoughts. I have certain opinions and everything. I want to find out what you guys thought. So I guess let's start with the beginning. What, how do you feel about the first episode? Because there's a lot that happens. So first episode, um, Heat. It's just heat. It's just really good. You get into it right away. I don't remember exactly everything that happens because I started at the beginning and I ended at the end within less than 24 hours. Right. But I remember it very immediately gets you sucked into the show. Character design of Mizu is just like fantastic. And it reminds me of a couple other characters that I'll bring up and a bit of like just iconic designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, even the, the first episode itself, like it's lets you know that you're in for a good time, like right, right out the gate. Which is really impressive. Gonna be honest, I don't remember the first four. I watched it when you recommended it to me back in November, and then I just stopped yeah. watching it since then. So I had not seen them in a few months. That's okay, that's okay. But it does end on, like, basically the beginning, because it ends with Mizu and um, Ringo. It was Ringo finding out that Mizu's actually a girl. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is where that ends, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that happens very early on. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it's literally the first episode, and then it gives you, like, a whole preview of everything that you're getting yourself into. So you're okay. like, oh, it gets so good. And then what did you guys think about Tygen? I mean, he was cool. He was a cool dude. I mean, I, I enjoyed his character overall. I I feel like he was one of the more compelling characters mm-hmm. to exist because, like, he was just kind of like – he really had no idea about what a lot was going on. He was like, I'm going to get my honor back. And he's like – and then later on, he's like, wait, what? My, The woman I want to marry has been yoinked by another dude? Yeah. And so like he's just like, okay, also the Shogun is about to be assassinated. He's like, all right, all right, uh, what is going on? And he just kind of gets overwhelmed very quickly. I think that's a really interesting like plot. Like He also grows a lot yeah, over the Yeah, he had a good character story. arc. Like His priorities change throughout this, this uh, season. Yeah. yeah. He went from all about being all about glory and honor to be like, I just want to be happy, bro. So a lot of people actually uh, compared them to Mulan and um, Shane. That was kind of going to happen. The movie, Mulan. Yeah. And while I don't really, like, ship them, because you know me, guys. Like, I love shipping characters. I don't ship them. I don't ship uh, Mizu and Akemi, the the princess. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally, for once in my life, watched a show, and I was so invested in the plot that I didn't have time to, like, make up little delusions in my head like it was crazy but um i do love how close they get like when mizu starts wearing taigan's scarf and everything when he covers for her in the um he's being literally tortured character development for her like he literally and i just it sticks out still to this day he literally gets asked he's like why are you protecting your enemy and he goes he deserves better than you because obviously he doesn't know that mizu is a girl Mm-hmm. Um, he deserves better than you. Like, you cute. don't go by that every yeah. day, you know? No. It's like he genuinely was a good guy that, well, he wasn't a good guy. Not but in the beginning. He had morals and he was sticking to them. He had I a, really he, deep down, he had a good heart. Yes. He's just, it's just like, it's, it's hard to be a good person if you have been raised up to do immoral things your whole life and right. don't really know better to an extent. Right. And I mean, Mizu obviously, like, has been dealing with being discriminated against her whole life so i mean i think that the way that she handles everything is really graceful and also just full of like 
hatred but determination at the same time like she just does not care about what people think anymore. oh yeah because i mean like she's going around she uh she has one very identifiable feature mm-hmm. that is like it's just crazy like it's like the one thing that would like sell her out really other than if she had like blonde hair right you know what i yeah. mean yeah. It, it, so it's like that's kind of crazy um also i remember the two characters that like her design reminded me of um and it's just because of the glasses it's um it's the guy from trigun Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Helsing, because they walk around with, like their little like la- like round yellow like glasses all the time. Helsing is a um, like vampire like uh, like kind of like manga. Oh. You're the really gory one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, but uh, I mean, I I love me some little fellows with round glasses slaughtering hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. But sorry, I, I had to get that out. But continue. Uh, no, I agree with you, and I just absolutely adored the character design. Cause, like, be honest, did you guys notice that Mizu was a girl at first, or was it I knew like, okay, I kn- they just like, look different. I knew going into it. Yeah. I, that, I, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, uh, that makes you want to watch it more now, cause that's more interesting. Yeah. I, what about you, Gina? I figured out pretty quickly. Like, like first, before it was revealed. Yeah, first you have it, so I'm like, hold up, and now I'm like, okay, it made sense after a while. Like, yeah. Things were connecting. I think like, it was okay. around, like, because when I first, well, I'm going to be honest. So, like, I already knew the voice actor. It's Maya Ernst from Pen15. I don't know if you guys watched that on Hulu. I know. I know It's about, like, it her yeah. middle school life, but it's her playing herself as an adult. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's funny. But anyways, um, so I recognized the voice, and I was like, that's a really interesting voice actor to, like, cast for this. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, this character low-key. And then I think it was at the brothel scene where Mizu's trying to, like, find the like, dojo. Like, nah. So it was literally, like, 20 minutes in, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So I loved it because we all know I love plot twists and masculine women. So, but anyways, that's, that's neither here nor yeah, there. That's a, hey. Lore hey, drop, hey, lore drop. Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Who don't? But who don't, though? You know what I mean? But, I but mean what's real, what's real? And, 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 who doesn't? You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like... Just to say, if you're if you're lame, you don't. But if you're in the cool kids club, like me and Hannah right here, <laughs> you let me just put it in perspective. Let's just say we we mess with it. Let we me just put it in perspective, bro. Mulan was one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. So your tastes okay. never change, guys. That's all I have to say. I'm not gonna slide here. I never say, watched Mulan. I'll be honest. I didn't watch. I, I don't like Disney movies. I don't like Disney. Oh. Disney don't movies. diss my first animated crush like that, I do boo. Like don't do that. I had a crush on both her and Shane. Are you kidding me? Come on, like power duh, couple. Bro. Power couple. Anyways, you're like I got two hands. That's whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, but the I think the show like like it really first off like gives you like a kind like to an extent like queer representation mm-hmm. because of the fact that like Mizu just kind of like is like whatever at this point like she's like I portray myself as a, as a man uh, for like uh, for obvious reasons right. but like does not inherently mind being feminine it just sucks that every time that they've had to be feminine they have to like pretend to be someone they aren't yes. to the point that look I'm cool and I can fight really good. You're a monster. Yes. Dude, that was crazy, dude. I, I thought her like her like husband was gonna die. I didn't think I bro, did too. I well I mean he did, but I didn't I thought like I didn't know bro was gonna be like I'm evil and then just like do that shit. Yeah. It made me so mad, dude. It made me so mad to watch. Do you know what did you think about that episode? 
Wait, which one? Did it was episode five. It was when um, okay. you get to learn I, I about music like that. Oh yeah, okay, I know which one I'm talking about. Is I was a Zach yeah. on that one. It's like it's the one when it's when Mizu is getting just just getting her butt beat. She's getting yeah. her, her butt kicked. I remember. I was and like, it's like doing dang. flashbacks of like her whole yes. backstory. And I I liked that because I I was literally just sitting there saying like I really don't know anything past about Mizu except the fact that like they were trained up by the Swordfather. The blind one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I was but then I was like, when are we gonna get? Oh. This episode, episode five. Yeah. Okay. So they give you that inform- information like just on time to where you're not getting like kind of lost in the character. I think that that was easily one of my favorite episodes. Like just the entire way that they put it, like with the puppet show and making it like this whole like fairy tale story and then like comparing her and everything. Because the entire show, like right from the jump when uh, Mizu's first in like the ramen shop. So literally like the first 10 minutes of yeah. the episode or whatever. Um, she already gets called like a Ronin, like a demon, or yeah. an Onryu, an Onryu, um, and I just loved the way that they put it together, and it was so oh, yeah, beautiful. The like, music with it and everything—it made me cry. I like, sobbed. Like, compo- like composition-wise, like considering it from like a uh, like a directing standpoint and a storytelling standpoint, I think that was probably the most effective way they could have done that. No, I agree yeah. with that. In a way of like showing, like, hey, look, here's how she's demonized. Uh, for something that like was com- absolutely out of her control, right? Uh, and especially with like, it's like at first it's like, oh, the story's about Mizu being like, the samurai, and like, oh, but obviously the gender stuff is swapped. But it's, mm-hmm. then it's not really revealed to the end that like Mizu is like the wife at that point. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. It, and it suddenly switches what role she's being portrayed by, and how it's like, oh, history is so totally unfair to this person in every conceivable way. Right. And I thought that was super interesting uh, of a way for them to show that. I was just kind of like, oh, this is cool. But also I was like, dude, Mizu better not get stabbed and die by these claw people, bro. Because that no, was like, dude, real. it was, it was, I, was like, I was like, come on. Like, just, yeah, the, the I was wo- in class. I'm like, oh, man, I'm yeah, watching this. The like, Wolverine, Wolverine <laughs> fan club came in and just tried to murk Mizu real quick. But. Right. No, literally. And for doing what? The right thing? That's crazy. Sorry, talk about, I need to say something about the episode real quick. And because it, it was, it's, probably one of those badass things I've ever seen in a show when she's on the ground and she starts taking off like her weights or whatever. Yes! And then she starts, uh, she's, uh, hold up. I need to remember the, remember the word. I need to remember the word. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. He's uh, looking it up right now. Start talking. Start talking. Um, it gave me like Naruto with Rock Lee when he took off his weights for the Yo, first time and she, he dropped him on yeah, the ground. And she, you're like, she took no! him out and she started cause in within the, um, like the weights was pieces to extend her katana to into, a, a into, a, into a naginata. Yes. And dude, I was like, what, bro? Dude, that was so tough, especially after the backstory of watching her use that after... It's his, her husband's freaking weapon. Yeah. Dude, it was so Like, using sick. it to her and advantage. And it's just like... It, ma- it makes more things make sense. Dude, it, like, it. legit, like... I was like, no way! <laughs> dude, I guess... Yeah. Know, dude, I could not have been more hyped for something in this show than that, because that was something to a kid to, like, go into Super Saiyan to me. And, like, so you setting. really like, like, the, the fighting. Yes. the fighting in yes. this show... I kid you not, I don't like gory stuff like that. I do. I was obsessed with it. Like, the oh, teeth... No. Throwing the teeth into someone's eye first or second episode, like, when from Mizu the was fighting jump. without, like, they lost it, and they all came up, like, with their swords. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good fight scene. Seriously, I think that the reason that Mizu was always hurt all the time is because she literally needed to be nerfed. Otherwise, she was just going to be done in two no, episodes. No, for real, Because if she had the chance to just do what she needed to do, she would have been done Bro, right when now. she was being one, like, with her leg from the other one, she used to, like, hang yeah. on. I'm like... Dang, that, Dude, that hard, I like but... I love the action of the show because I think it was all shot really well. 
for one because it reminded me of like anime that like the 2d anime yes. but like obviously in a 3d space and the fact that they like captured that so well was awesome yeah. plus they did not pull punches they did not it is super gory um, and it, add, it honestly, if the show wasn't as gory, I don't think I'd like the show as much. Right. Because it really added to the realism of like, this could happen to Mizu. This yeah. easily. Because uh, everyone felt so fragile. Obviously, she had to be like slowed down by getting hurt and things like that for, you know, like character development and mm-hmm. everything. But I also think that it was important for that to happen just because I totally lost my train of thought. You're all good, bro. I'm trying to remember like my another one of my favorite scenes. Was you remember the big, the big dude, like the big dude with like the huge the hammer? Oh yeah, with Heiji and yeah, the guy, yeah, the, the the huge hammer. Uh, yes. And and they start. I don't remember what had happened exactly. I kind of like lost track of like what was going on for a second. But uh, the, it was shot super like cool, where he looked like a, an undead monster, and he had like the glowing red eyes, yeah. and her eyes were glowing like bright blue. eyes blue. Yes, dude. I loved that scene so much. That's what I was like. I loved how they, like, they animated it for that one. I was just like drooling over that. I'm not going to lie. Was that the one that they had the Japanese Metallica yes. song? Yes. I was actually watching that, and my dad came in my room and said, what are you watching? And like I tried to get him into it, and he absolutely wouldn't. But I tried so hard. Like They got so many fans just by adding that in. It was crazy. Also, uh, Zach, I hear you typing, looking something up. So while you're doing that, I definitely remembered my train of thought. Her getting hurt made it so much better because I hate in shows where like the main character is completely invincible. And so it made it like super realistic. Like you said, like she yeah. she's not above getting hurt. She's not above anything. Yeah. Cause a lot of shows, they keep their main characters like, oh, nothing happens to them. They're just like the best. Or but, they'll just get like a little scratch or but, two. But like, yeah. yeah, when they show is like, it gives them humanity to it, I guess. Yeah. Cause like, like she almost died. Yeah. If it wasn't for Tygen, and oh. if he wasn't a better, like a good person deep down, she would have already been she dead. Would, yeah. In that scene with the wave. Oh my gosh. Just every <laughs> scene about it. Like you could literally take a screenshot at any point in that show and it could be a work of art. Like, it's insane how much work they put into it. Hannah could, could make this whole podcast just by herself without talking to anybody. Dude, I wish I, could have kept, I wish I could have kept track of all of the like, the needle drops the show did. Because, like, every yeah. time they, like, played anything that was even, like, somewhat modern, it was so sick. Like, you know the scene where, um, so she, like, uses her, uh, like, uh, Naginata, like, thing to, like, swing over a gap? Yes. Uh, and yeah. then there's a bunch of guys that show up. And then she, it plays like a really random, like, upbeat, like, out of nowhere, like, rock song. Yes. And that, because the whole scene was, it was I kind know of, what you're it, was, about. it was supposed to be sort of humorous because she just, like, decimates everybody in that scene. Yeah. But, like, it took me out for, like, a second because I was like, <laughs> let's go. Like, sometimes the needle drops, like, don't, like, like, threw me off. But for the most part, like, the Metallica one, right? Yeah. Like, that one was so sweet. It was so sweet. I just think that they did everything right, honestly. And it really showed because I remember when I was watching it, the reason that I text you guys and was, like, so adamant about you guys watching it was because they weren't sure if they were going to get a second season. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, super liking it. I'm, like, telling everybody about it that I know watches, like – anime and like things like that i'm like please 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 watch it it because i need a second season because the way it ended with like first of all i was so upset when abijah freaking made it through i was like no way she did not off him but i understand for plot you need to you need to have someone knowing what what's going on so 
But I mean, everything about the last episode. Yeah, like, the, the fact that she's going to London yeah, next season by herself. By herself, she didn't bring nobody. She literally said, "I'm gonna do my own thing." Um, but the first thing, and she was dead. I'm super excited because they had a 100 percent uh, fresh tomatoes. Oh, score. really? A hundred percent perfect score. Oh, did, oh did so you, they you, will be having a. Yeah, second I was gonna say, I was like, that got confirmed it, on Netflix. Yes. It said that they're getting a second season. I'm literally so excited. I'm Wait, like, did they confirm it? Yes. Yeah, okay. it, it they, says that on like on Netflix. They confirmed it. it like, I think December 30th or something. Like the last day of December, they're like, oh yeah, it's coming back. So I'm super excited. Uh, do we have any like opinions on what we think is going to happen when she gets to London? First um, of all, I cannot wait for the outfit. I know it's going to be dripping. I know she's going to look. Mm. Well, I think she's going to see a lot more guns. There's going to be a lot Definitely. more guns running around. Because uh, well, I mean, well, I guess it's London. So, but it's not modern London. So there's still going to be guns. There's going to be a lot of guns. Yeah, I'm going to have to brush up on my like world history because I don't really know what was going on in London during the. What time period does this take place? I'm pretty sure it's Edo, but I could be wrong. What? It is. It's Edo is period. Happening Japan. in London during the Edo period. Look, this is how we figured it out. Um, London and Edo. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's giving me nothing. Uh, it was during like, like the 1600s. Something uh, like that. <laughs> I don't know. The end of the Anglo-Spanish War. Ah, uh, let's see. I don't know. I uh, just keep going. I'll see if there's, if there's anything funny. I'll let you know. I'm like Gina. I don't pay attention in class. I'm too busy watching. Like, what? I'm too busy watching. Sorry, I look over. I look class. over here and I see the. I be playing solitaire. The Scrooby class. congregation is was a thing. The I'm Scrooby, pretty sure I remember that. Um, were English oh, Protestant separate separatists who lived near Scrooby. You know Scrooby. <laughs> Scrooby on the outskirts of Bawtree, a small market town on at, at the border of South Yorkshire, Lincolnshire, and Nottinghamshire. Dude, British people. Nottinghamshire? You guys have some. Those, those are that's fake not places. A real place, I yeah. say that. That's like the name Zachariah. No way, bro. That's not real. Like, here's the perfect example. Today in my class, we were talking about Sussex, Essex, and Wessex, which. If you had to take a guess, which one of those is fake? Sussex, Essex, and Wessex. Wessex. It is Wessex. Yeah. I know Because I know Essex and Sussex is But, thing. like, yeah. what about Northix? Nussex? Northix. But where's Nussex? Okay. Uh, this Anyways, show, we got do, totally do, do, do you have any complaints about this show? Yeah, that the second season isn't out yet. Okay, no, no but um, be for real. The only thing that I have, honestly, is probably... Akemi, I feel like she had a really good, like, start when it came to character arc, but then her switching up 100% by the end, like, I just feel like it was too, we didn't get enough of her story for her to completely change like that. Yeah, like, I, she went from spoiled brat to all of a sudden, I'm just going to start running, like, standing on business. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like she should have been too hesitant still. I feel like it came down to the fact that they're like, we're about to go to London, yeah. We're done with you. Yeah, because Tyga needed, was instantly like, I think that we should just leave together and be happy or something. And then the second that I came, he was like, I'm staying here. I literally have everything that I could need right now. I'm going to stay in power. I'm pretty sure Tygen said something about, like, needing to find Mizu. 
So I guarantee that he's going to end up in London somehow. Some yeah, way. I mean, we're going to get returning characters. We're, I know that Ringo's yeah, Ring, Ringo's rolling up. <laughs> he's going to find a way. The Ringo the Goat, first off, the, he came in clutch from from the get-go. Right. I love bro. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any real complaints. I think, um, I mean, it's not really the same thing, but like, I, I feel like a, a lot of the like things that I saw that just kind of annoyed me. So the same thing that happens with like, Berserk. Berserk likes to use like um, nudity and like gratuitous, like yeah. the gratuitous like, and stuff for like re- to revolve around like, like sex and such like that for like a shock value kind of thing. Mm-hmm. For you to kind of be like, look, bad guy, look, and so like it, and I, I feel like the show didn't do this a ton, but it happened enough times for, for me to be like, all right, I'm done seeing the penises. In it's, the movies, it's like, guys, it's like come I on. get it. He likes to he likes to do bad things to women. I we we understand yeah. that. I didn't have to be given the backstory. Speaking of, um, when Mizu killed that girl, the deaf girl. Yes, dude, that I that cried. messed me up, dude. That messed I me cried. up really hard. I genuinely don't like. I had no idea what was happening in this. Like, you know, you can sometimes... Say me too. I Gina, was like, Gina knows ha- this. I'm pretty good about, what? like, guessing things and then, like, t- oh, them yeah. turning out to be right. Perfect example. I watched Saltburn and I was able to guess probably, yeah. like, 90% <laughs> of what was going on after knowing nothing. But anyways, like, I just could not tell where that was going to go. And when he... When Mizu started hugging um, the girl, I seriously thought that she was going to find a way to save her. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is awesome. And then it didn't happen. And then everything still went to shit with all the soldiers. And I dude, hated it. dude, that whole I hated scene? that. I hated that whole fight because it shouldn't have happened because that was just wrong. Dude, I like when when she snapped Curly's neck. Yep. I was like, <gasps> I literally like I jumped, like I got scared. I thought that my neck was my neck was snapped. I was like, this is a dream so sequence. Nervous. This better be a dream sequence. Literally, this better be like oh a monster that I could kind of you know shenanigans but nope it was just sad and it hurt my heart to watch she deserved better she did but she is in a better place now because she was in a really tough situation yeah but then didn't her master get killed right after no the or is that different dude the lady oh you're talking about the husband because she married like the leader of the clan or whatever okay um i'm pretty sure that he died yeah okay well, that's even more, even sadder. Like, she would have been out of it anyway. Yeah. Um, Gina, what do you think? What do you think? You've been quiet. What are some I, things that you didn't really like about it? Honestly, I don't have much opinion. I don't watch anime a lot. So, I'm like, it was a good one for, for like, my you. So, I was like, okay. If I it. didn't tell you to watch it, would you have watched it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll still take it because you watched it, and that's all that matters to me. I will say one thing that comes to mind um I'll dude be upset. guys i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but you're, okay. you guys are about to hear hannah freak out on the mic the first trailer for the megamind sequel movie and tv series has been released shut up you're joking you're joking <laughs> oh you're a joker no bro i mean, for those for those of you who don't know this is hannah's like favorite like movie ever like her and fa- like her favorite she got offended ever. when rich didn't know I literally, our boss did not know what it was. Do you know the amount? He was like, of I've never seen it. Hannah sends me a Mega Mine, or I see my for you page because she reposts them. I just found and I'm out like, that why is this on here, guys? I was just freaking out today that the UMG decided to pull their music from TikTok, and all of a sudden, all of my Mega Mine edits are just muted. 
Like, I literally text the work group chat about this. That's how upset I was. So I'm scared to go on my, my main account and see all my edits <laughs> not having any music now. I don't want to check out yet. Check it out yet. It's scary. It's a scary world we're living in. I don't. I Here's the I'm not, like, watching this with sound, but I'm looking at it, and it looks a little rough. So I hope it's. I won't lie. If it's a, is it a movie or a series? Because if it's a series, I'm probably not going to watch it. I think both. Because if it's a movie, the chances of them having the original character actors will probably be a little higher than an entire show. But anyways. um, No. Yeah. There's a new movie as well as a new show. Okay. I'm pretty sure the show is from Peacock. So I guarantee it's going to be more aimed towards Peers. They're both going to be on No. March 1st, they're, they're both coming to Peacock. Okay, so we're watching it in New York. Okay. Okay. I got, I got a Peacock account. We're that's going to be fun. That's gonna be, that's, sorry, guys. I have, I, I have my own account. We're sorry, Rich. I can't go to the award conference tonight. I've got a <laughs> Megamind movie I got a binge Megamind and the Doom Syndicate. <laughs> it's like it's like Megamind taking on a bunch of uh, supervillains. That's the movie. Yeah, he's trying I'm to be like an influencer in, or something. I'm going to be in the hotel room, and Hannah's just going to be Crying. sitting on the bed. Yeah, I, did, I think that's the show, but I think the movie... Is actually it's, it's called the Doom Syndicate. He's like taking hey. on a bunch of supervillains. Really? Like, yeah. We we both been to New York already. We're good. We can miss a day. Yeah. Right? We'll <laughs> figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So anyway, back. Sorry, back from one blue fella to another blue fella. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, dude. I like I like love the sh- I, I it's like I ha- don't have a ton to say about it because of how much I liked it. There's really not a lot to criticize. There's really there's really not. Um, it, like small nitpicks here and there, but nothing that's like worth complaining about. Oh, I remember. I was going to say, uh, one thing that comes to mind, I'm going to be a little upset if it doesn't get brought up because I'm pretty sure it never did. But Mizu said that there were four white men in Japan before they like banned, um, foreigners from coming in. Mm-hmm. That's how she ended up being, um, a hybrid, but she had said that she had already killed one of them. Before Abijah, which is still alive. So there's still three white men that she needs to find. So we never get told who it was. So if that doesn't get brought up at some point, I'm going to be a little sad. I think it does get... She does say the name of the person that she killed. But she never, she never, like, tells the story. And I can't tell if I like that or not. Because, like... Does she never tell the story? No, because... So if I'm remembering correctly, which I'm pretty sure I am... Uh, She's talking to Abijah, and he's like, well, I hear that you already got a hold of this guy, and he names him. And then he's like, oh, you have this person's eyes, but you have this person's face. Maybe you have some of me in you. Like, who knows? Blah, blah, blah. And we just never get told what happened to the first guy. We just know that Abijah knows that he's gone. Um, so if that doesn't get brought up, I'll be a little upset. But I also am so excited for him to actually get killed off because i don't like abijah and i really think honestly who did you dislike more him or heiji shindo the guy that he was working with the japanese assistant basically that like tried to he tried to um get Hmm. mizu to sneak into the tower so that he she could kill abijah and she said no and he tried to kill him i don't know i didn't really i didn't i didn't really hate any characters i didn't really love any characters like in the show you just watched it yeah i just watched you just took it in i wanted fowler i got the experience i wanted to i wanted to crucify fowler but who was the other person that you asked who i didn't like heiji shindo the one played by randall park oh fowler i think 100 percent. 
I feel like they both obviously like Abijah, he's he's supposed to be the villain. He's supposed to be the bad guy. But I also think that Heiji Shindo deserves a lot of I guess maybe if if I saw a list of all the everything Shindo did, I probably would I just remember like looking at um <laughs> looking at Mr. Mr. Abijah and being like, This is just co- colonialism the man. Yeah. He just like knowing that he is protecting this you know this white guy who's trying to bring down Japan and everything, and it's just. Really I guess sad. he, he really, really is the worst of the two when you think about it. Since like Shindo is like part of the reason why Abaja is able to do what he's doing in the first place. Right. Yeah, it's it's not a good. Because he look. was the one. He was the one. Think about it. Abaja couldn't leave the tower, so like he was the one doing all of the dirty work. But at the same time, like he was an accessory to the crime, but he also was a part of the crime. That's like, true. Because half of, I'm pretty sure, like, half of that town that they were in that I can't remember off the top of my head ended up, like, burning in that fire at the end. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't just, like, a little tiny fight that broke out. Like, it was an entire... And then, okay, so here's my other question. Was that Mizu's fault, or was it, you know, the enemies? I think, uh, objectively speaking, it's... Like, I think... Why did my Google turn to Spanish? So I clicked on one thing, everything was Spanish. I don't, I don't know what that was. That scared me. Um, but I think because of the nature of warfare and the kind of the lesson of like what you're not, so what is bad about revenge and vengeance and all that mm-hmm. is that it's going to burn everybody around you at some point. And it burnt everybody around everybody literally. at that point, like yeah. quite literally. I think that's it's kind of the, it's kind of the point of like, yes, while what Mizu is doing is to an extent, she is more morally in the the right. The way she is doing it is very much putting everyone in danger. I and mean, we saw that at the brothel scene when she almost got everybody in the brothel killed. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it's just something that constantly keeps happening, um, whether she likes it or not. I do think that she's trying to fix it because after almost dying on um, at the tower and then having to go back to, you know, the swords master and or the sword father and like kind of repenting and having to like the whole thing about like fixing the blade and, you know, like adding in things from her her like unlikely friends and making it stronger like that to me, is a metaphor of her. Oh, and she's 100%. Like, she's trying to figure out, like, how she can be a better person and everything. Obviously, she's going to stumble yeah. a bit. She, but. That's her character growth. So. Yeah, because yeah. how I view that is she threw everything, all the stuff in the store, right? It's supposed to be her, like, kind of being like, okay, I accept that I cannot do this all alone. But she's kind of, like, accepted the bonds that she's made and the fact that they have made her stronger and that in order to be a better person and stop more people from getting hurt other than the one she wants to get hurt, she needs to use everything at her advantage, including her right. friends, and taking care of those bonds like she would take care of her sword. And it's all kind of supposed to be one big thing. But then, obviously, at the end of the thing, she kind of relapses into, like, well, I can keep world. everybody safe if I go by myself to yeah. London. And so she she takes, like, five steps forward, but two steps back. Right. So, like, she's still, like, not at peak where she could be she kind of needs to learn her lesson again to kind of get there yeah honestly i feel like it's you know first time shame on me second time i fucked it so 
Yeah. I think that she'll be able to figure out this time. Like, I seriously do. Because I guarantee that it's going to be something like she tries her best to do it by herself, realizes that she can't do it by herself, and then magically, you know, people are going to be there to help her along the way. And she's seriously going to realize, I genuinely can't do this alone. Yeah, she's like, she could do a lot on her own, but, like, when you fight a giant battle against a whole army and then you're tired after that you're gonna need some backup after that right. you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with needing some help especially in her case where she hasn't really needed help her whole life right and she's kind of managed it except the help girly you know what i mean and i mean like to have it's different to have the first time these people like you know that you can do it on your own you've been able to scrape by so far and having these people show up and just say you can't do it you can't do it you can't do it this will genuinely show her yeah. Like, she's alone. There's yeah. nothing there helping her. Like, she's completely out of her element. So I think that'll be really nice. Also, I did come up with something else that I didn't really like. Not I didn't like it. It's just really confusing. Mm-hmm. It never really occurred to me until, like, asking for critique. What is up with the meteor? Oh, that the is, sword. So like, just the magical think, meteor. The so front? Okay, so I think that that was just supposed to be, like, a more of a metaphorical thing like a like a plot like a story device because like in reality there's nothing magical about it it's just really strong metal right right? which people people have forged swords out of meteorite before like that's just the thing that's happened like like, i are like in the real world something has happened before and but that happening when it happened to lead her to the you know her sword father that was supposed to be kind of representation of like oh you've been given a new chance to better yeah. yourself and get better. And the meteorite was just more of a plot device that was supposed to, it was really cool and kind of out of nowhere, but for the sake of the story of like, dang, Misu's backstory, like she's cold, like her, like she has, nobody has anything on her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's like, I, it's not really supposed to be like a, she has magical powers or anything magical about it. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like, like fate and all that. Yeah. To me, it was giving like, demon slayer almost where it's like yeah. you know that in real life they don't see like all the whoosh, whoosh, yeah. that is powers and see. stuff i was recommending demon slayer oh I yeah if you like if you liked anything about this i feel like demon slayer would be a good animated yeah. kind of like oh yeah absolutely. I, think, I think that's the one that recommended that one to me yeah yeah i read it all it's, i, I like the manga and i i need to catch up on the anime um me too i've been slacking a lot yeah We've both been, I feel like. The only yeah. the other thing I, like, I've like i been like watching, is, and I've, I've only watched episode one, is... Oh, what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? Um, it's called uh, Delicious in the Dungeon. Delicious oh, in Dungeon. Yeah, you were um, telling me about that. And it looks... It's actually really cute. It's really funny. It's on Netflix, uh, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. the one you're showing me? You're talking to me about? Yeah, it's the one where... Um, like, it's kind of like a... like fantasy world with like a you know, like a multi-layer deep level dungeon yeah but throughout the whole way they're like we cannot afford food we're trying to go resurrect like our close friend who's down there we don't have time to make money to get food we're just have to survive off whatever's in the dungeon they meet a guy who's like super in like that's his favorite hobby so he joins the party to eventually get the monster that killed their friend because that's like a really rare ingredient that he really wants to try yeah and but the whole it's, it's really cute i like it a lot um, it's definitely a change of pace after this. Yeah, this one was, it was heavy. heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. Like, it is heavy. You can say that again. And it threw me to the deep end with this one. <laughs> this is I a, know. This is a, it's like Death Note. Like Starting off with Death Note is super off the deep end. Yeah. Uh, I think this, uh, JoJo's, 
just because of how much there's just going on. Yeah. Death Note and oh, what is probably uh, probably like Madoka Magica. That one, st- I like. Have you seen it? I would say that I'm like seasoned yeah. with anime, I guess at this point. But like, that's one that I still to this day can't finish. What Madoka it Magica? With me too much. Oh, so because of just like the subject matter and all yeah, that. Yeah, okay. was, was That's like a why mind. I. That's why I finished. It. I thought it was so sick. How far did you get into it? I honestly don't know. Probably only like six or seven episodes. Okay, let me see. Well, actually, how like I feel like I only got like halfway. So however many episodes there were. Hell, I'm I'm figuring that out because I binged it. I sat. I, think I watched. I it. Also tried You're halfway the through. Movie. You're halfway through. Trust yeah. me, it picks up and it gets sadder. So you'll like it. Oh well. It gets we'll a little see. gayer. <laughs> it gets very like it gets very gay. Um, Interesting. In a good way, in like a cute way. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like all oh, gay girlies. You know what I mean? Okay, so if we if we wanted Gina to get into anime, what would be the one that you'd recommend? Um, Not one, Demon Slayer. I was saying because I, I, I would uh, recommend Demon Slayer. Ooh, what? You, you go first, Hannah. Well, okay, Gina. What have you seen? This. And then My Hero Academia, because my friend made me watch that one. We watched. Obviously. <laughs> So good. That's Um, a tough one, dude. Yes, why ask such a tough question? Because it's an important question. Because we want to have Gina on here more, so we need to get her. Not cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Well, maybe she's a place cyberpunk. I told Zach. um, My shows I watch generally are like supernatural shows. Like that's. Yeah. Okay. Every anime ever. So I have one. I think you should watch erased because it's kind of like a mystery it's got kind of like a little bit of like not like werewolves and vampires like fighting monsters like that but it's like a psychological thing and it's got a little bit of like plot twist i might got one um try that i so if i recommend a lighter one it's on the other spectrum uh probably one of my favorite anime like ever a mob psycho uh mob psycho is a really good start because here's the thing it's really chill for the most part, but then they get into fights. So like the whole premise is there's a kid with like really strong psychic powers and that like, he's like the strongest one at everybody with psychic powers. Right. Um, but he's like, uh, he's kind of like to an extent, like a representation of like people with like autism and people who cannot like represent their uh, emotions very effectively. So like once the stuff happens that like upsets him, you see like a meter build up throughout the episodes. Then once it reaches 100, he just goes ballistic. and goes on like this crazy rampage against like usually an enemy of sorts. And it's like the animation switches like that to like the craziest, most intricate stuff you've ever seen. Season two has like movie quality animation for like 15 minutes. And it's insane, dude. But I, I rec- it's really cute. I recommend it a lot. Uh, it just, you guys fin- just got to send me a list of them. Just- oh, we will. We will. We will. Yeah, we will. And if you listeners have any comments on some things that we should get Gina to watch or things that you would like us to talk about, don't be shy. Go ahead and reach out to us. Yeah. We have our app. We have social media. At you know what? Also, on, uh, I'm going to put out a poll when I put out this one. I'm going to put out a poll where you type what anime you think you guys suggest us or you suggest Gina to watch. I'll go ahead and leave that there. You can answer if you like. Um, and you better answer because I'll be really sad if you don't. But anyway, <laughs> I think this is going to be the end of our episode. Um, remember, everybody, watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's not even a little crazy. Um, <laughs> it's the most tame thing you've ever seen. So watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Watch all the movies. 
Um, and make sure you look up, watch them in the right order. Go on Reddit and find the perfect order to watch Evangelion in. Okay, this has been it's me, Zach Gerchek. Hannah Frederick. Gina Soto. And I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing day. Bye-bye. Bye.